Hey, it's Coco and Carly, and we are the hosts of Soul Rehab. Each week, we'll inspire you to get back on Blueprint through our experiences and journey living through a higher vibration and consciousness. Because ultimately, we are spiritual beings having human experiences. This is your vibrational experience. Hi. Hello. Well, we just got out of a huge session. That was a great session. It was. Let's give Alexia a shout out. Yeah, Alexia, Alexia gets a gets a shout out. She just had a two hour session and she had to go because she was. She needed to. What did she say? Mal a pizza? No, what did she say? <laughs> I can't remember. But <laughs> I love it. She just Pound was a pizza. She just did some profound work in quantum. So if you guys are in the prairies, specifically Regina. You should look her up and um, she does toning. She does density. Um, DM us and we can connect you with her. Carly mm-hmm. handles her bookings, but you guys, she's an example of somebody who's doing it. So uh, we're just coming back to our bodies after that session yeah, with her. Great. It was A profound. lot of laughs too. Yeah. What we're <laughs> here to do, what everyone is here to do is profound and people are birthing it out. This is, this is a woman who, you know, eight months ago, you know, thought she knew what energy was because she said the word Yeah, and she was really in that whole spin of I'm a soul coach, but honestly didn't even really know what a soul was. Um, and, and she's going to, which come, none of us do. Let's get real. Yeah, She's going to come on uh, one day on the podcast and will also be in the magazine as will many of you, uh, sharing your stories to help mm-hmm. others on their journey. So today's episode is a fun one. I think Yeah, it's that whole theme of you are not here to just be born, to get a job, pay your bills, maybe retire, go maybe, on, maybe <laughs> retire, go on a vacation once a year and then die. Oh, to the circle of life. Take that in. That actually was something I fought most of my twenties. And I would mm-hmm. like have points in my life where I'd be like, really, this is it. Well, it's really interesting for me. I don't think I had the, is this, this is it moment, but I would look at things and be like, okay, so life is being married in your twenties. Life is having kids in your twenties. And then when your twenties pass you by and that hasn't happened, that's when you're triggered and feel like something's wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that linear, you live and die mentality is what triggers that. Well, and especially if you're like, Carly's a good example for like the mainstream. I definitely was not in the mainstream. I was fighting it right from the get go where it's like, I'm not going to get married. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to have kids. I'm going to follow my dreams. I was really always going against the grain. But Carly very much was in that programming life where very it's like... Much. Tick the boxes. Ticks the boxes. Yeah. Listen to what my parents told me. Eat the same foods I was raised off of. Oh, yeah. Like, do everything that I'm told of. Mm-hmm. And now... Or shown through TV. Or shown through everything. Movie. Like, you yeah. did not really develop an opinion unless that opinion came from something that someone told you. Take that in. I know, 100%. If it came from someone that I found credible, so aka, like, my parents or a teacher... CNN. CNN I was like oh it's bible okay great that that is it is what it is like if you if you look back Carly to Mm -hmm. you know the last like election in the U.S. we're Canadian but you know everybody kind of follows that (laughs) yeah you made your decisions back then based on what the news and probably your dad told you correct it was 100% based off the news and I was very much um yeah yeah mainstream so like, what was I seeing on like SNL? What was I seeing in the actual news? What was I seeing on social media? What were media? the celebrities talking what about? Were the, they Who huge. were they promoting? Talk celebrities. about real influencers there. Like, think mm-hmm. about that. Think about the whole influencer industry. Back then I used to follow Chelsea Handler. She had a show on yes. Netflix. Yes. And so that's how I knew 
my, that was my Bible then. That right. was like, well, if Chelsea Handler says that I should hate so-and-so, then she's, then, I will do then that. I'll do that. Yeah. But that's like, look at that. Like how the influencer industry is literally just the mouthpiece for certain it's mainstream. It's a puppet. It's a puppet. Literally certain mainstream narratives. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so interesting how that all ties into your life. Whereas you will go through your whole entire life being raised by wounded people who will then tell you their con- conditioning and programming. And you lived based on these beliefs and all these stories and your wounds eat it for dinner. Your ego oh, eats buffet. it for, it's we a buffet. Yeah. It eats you. And then when there's big things happening in the world, like politics, like anything, you truly don't really have a sovereign thought. I did not either. I used to be like, I don't care about politics, but I would make a decision or opinion 150,000% based on what someone else told me. Absolutely. And what's really interesting is when you start becoming conscious to that, you realize that you, even if you thought you were making up your mind, you're not because you're being fed the information that they want to feed to you. Mm-hmm. And it's always the same narrative. Mm-hmm. So it's like, until you're conscious of the fact that, or just conscious of what being conscious really means, you, you are just, you're in that net. You're in that net of the, the, matrix. the collective yeah. matrix narrative. And so we wanted to bring that up um, initially. We've never really talked about this outside of like ourselves, but we wanted to talk about the energy that is taking place in the next like two and a half weeks with the collective energy of, we could say, politics. And we wanted to ask you, it does not matter um, if it's... if if it's one versus another, it's the overarching energy of where are you getting your opinions Mm -hmm. when it comes to something like that? And to understand that everything has already taken place in quantum Mm -hmm. time doesn't exist. So when you surrender to the fact that all of this engaging and this fighting and this back and forth and all this mainstream media that is very much propaganda uh, 99.999% of it is. It's propaganda. Okay. You will realize that you are a sovereign being. And when you tap into that knowledge of yourself, it was never about this versus that there's a bigger no. game at play. And all of that has been kind of been a snowball that has been leading to this moment since earlier this year. Yeah. So there's like a big curtain that's kind of like, they're showing me actually like a big like tent when you went to the circus Oh yeah, and the tent has been laid out yeah. and now it's about to be popped up and we're like, oh my God, what's inside the tent? Right. Right. That's what's happening. Yeah. And it was never about really what's inside the tent. It's always been the overarching energy of the, of the tent. Like what does the right. tent represent? What is the tent covering? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think too, as you know, obviously we're light beings having a human experience and I feel like that humanism is often what, when we're on autopilot is what takes over. So in these situations too, it's very easy to fall into the, this versus that him versus his opponent or like who those individuals are as humans versus the energy behind them. Yeah. So we're asking you guys, um, to really, really notice that we are all here for more. We did not come here to play small. So even though there is a, an aggressive personality. That's a good way of putting it. I would say very um, uh, direct and no, no filter. That's the no, word. Filter personality no filter personality that we will judge from our, st- our humanness. Yeah. If you were to pull up in a bird's eye view, notice the players of the game and what they're here to do 
And I'm going to use me and Carly as an example. Like you can listen to our podcast or come to our events. And again, Craig gets a shout out where Craig said, you know, you're a really good ego test because here's these two women who are very much into fashion, who Mm -hmm. love a beautiful home, all that stuff. And you can judge us by our human being like, what the fuck did these two know? Like they've only been awake quote unquote awake for four or five years like your hair done again and your nails done like you're very like belly girl or you're this or you can think we're uneducated or we don't know what the fuck we're doing all the stories that your ego will tell you you're doing the same thing out on the scene with Mm -hmm. politics with anything and you're engaging in that fight when really you're just looking at their human not their light yeah Or the energy behind that. Energy behind it. And this was a line that I had written in my book. And it said, like, you can say whatever you want about my human. You can throw food. You can judge. You can do that. But you're talking about, like, my human. Not my light. It's just the box. When I leave this, this body's dead. You're Mm -hmm. no longer talking about Coco. Coco doesn't exist. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. And so you need to understand that there is a bigger game at play with everything. And that as you see us in human form, there is 98% that is going on behind the scenes. Yeah. Okay. So we just ask you with what's coming ahead to like really turn on that like conscious cap Mm -hmm. and like watch the next thing on TV. Really notice the programming that is going ahead. Who's pointing fingers at the screen, Mm -hmm. the programming, the propaganda. Is there a bigger game at play? Again, we're not telling you pick sides, engage. Oh my God, you're pro this or pro that because we're not. Mm -hmm. We're telling you to look at the bigger game that is coming as this tent gets popped up and all the players in the game that have been underneath this tent are starting to be shown. Yeah. And a really great kind of I guess it's an ego check that I like to do is, for example, the last presidential debate while I was watching it, I at one point actually closed my eyes and tried to just remove the human that was speaking and, and listen to the words. So kind of like reading a manuscript. Yes. So listen to the words and the context in which they're being used versus being distracted by the voice or the meat suit that's talking. You know what I mean? Well, and I mean, it's very much Coco vibes because we always say we don't allow people to like experience me in Living Portal that often because why? That's exactly why. Because you will sit here and you Mm -hmm. will judge me as a human. You'll be like, it's a huge distraction. You're like, oh my God, Coco's eyes are closed. She's like sitting like this. She's like her energy, her voice changes and you're so focused on me and you're not taking in the words and the language that are being spoken. And what you need to understand, especially when we are here to do big things and we are here to impact with this new energy that's coming on, our words carry light codes. Our words carry vibration. Mm -hmm. They're the only way that we can translate from quantum into physical what we're trying to say. Well, why do you think you get emotional reactions from people's words? Yeah. It's not the word. It's the vibration behind it that when it impacts your body, you're like, I'm shook. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. And if you've been to any of our events or had guide readings and stuff with me, you will realize that like you are speaking to yourself, Mm -hmm. right? Or your guides are speaking to you. That is why you feel that because I'm the portal to relay that. And those words carry that vibration behind it. Yeah. That's why like music can be moving. That's why poetry is so moving to people. It's not the actual words. It's the energy vibration behind it. Yes. Yeah. So we really wanted to point that out as, you know, the pot is boiling over right now on on the world scene individually, but we really encourage you guys to watch with conscious eyes what is going on and really know that like 
everything's an illusion right now. Like you, there is a million layers behind that, that, so if you look at yourself as that human, there's a million layers behind you, like a million lives that like are are on play all Mm -hmm. happening right now. Mm -hmm. The same is happening. And it's, it's hard for the human mind to comprehend, but in simple terms, it's like not everything, 99% of what you're seeing is not as it appears. Well, a really good kind of mainstream example of that right now is a series that we're both watching, The Haunting of Bly Manor on Netflix and we're both I'm a little bit farther ahead than Coco and so kind of looking back I haven't finished yet so no spoilers guys but what's really interesting about that show is it's a very confusing show up until about the fifth episode because people act weird and you're like how does this apply to this how did this link to this it's because there's so much going on Mm -hmm. in the background that you're not seeing that you don't realize the full picture until you know you get to the end when you see it all come full circle yes that's life. That is what's happening right now is that yes. people seem abrasive or abrupt or they're reacting weirdly, quote unquote, in situations. That is because, not because of what's actually happening in that moment that you're physically seeing, it's because of what's going on in the bigger picture. So until you can have that, you know, bird's eye view or time has passed where we say hindsight is twenty twenty. You can't make that judgment because 98% of it, you don't see in the moment. Yeah. So that's a really good point because that comes to the point of the pot is, is boiling over. Oh yeah. Okay. So the pot boiling over is in so many different scenarios and you can sit here and be like, I have nothing in my pot and it's not boiling over. Yeah. Every single person does is just the level of your journey right now Mm -hmm. as to how much it's boiling over. And there's a lot of people in our community that have been messaging me. They've been having lots of sessions and I'm like, literally this is your pot. Yeah. So your pot is sitting on the stove and it's been full of all these ingredients throughout your whole entire life, right? Your mother wound, your father wound, you know, your core wound, the relationships, the grief, like all the stuff you're avoiding, like that whole entire mask of like everything that you have been wearing. Yeah. Right. To, you know, in the session that I just had, as I was teaching, helping, um, Alexia remember, she was like working on my teeth, which was tied to my self-worth wound. And she was like, you wore this mask your whole entire life because of the insecurity security of your teeth so that's an example of stuff that's in your pot right Mm -hmm. but you and that's not even stuff that you think about every day no it's probably a hidden memory yes yeah and so what's happening now is your pot especially in these next two weeks is boiling over and you've been sitting here stirring your pot because it's comfortable and what it's what you're used to mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it's like carly says that silver tray or that mirror yeah. is in front of you and you're like holy shit And you're so shook that this is like in front of you that you have been stirring this pot and now you just stop and it boiled over. Mm -hmm. And what happens is that boils over onto the floor where your marbles are, right? Oh no, now we got marble soup on the floor. And it's slippery. (laughs) So notice how in the previous podcast we were telling you, you know, there's a whole collective consciousness that doesn't even know they have marbles on the floor. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're very much in that victim consciousness and, you know, blame and engaging and fighting and spinning and just like so out of it. 
And then there's what I would say the, the majority of you listening are aware that your marbles are on the floor, mm-hmm. right? But now it's like those extra things are boiling over. A lot of those thoughts are coming like around lack. Mm-hmm. Lack is such a huge thing for everybody right now. And it's like lack, 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 lack. Like, and I can't afford this. I can't do this. I don't know. And it's spinning. And that's your pot literally boiling over. Lack and soup. Lack soup. Lack size. That's a real soup. <laughs> and showing you that it's all an illusion. Yeah. Lack is truly uh, an illusion. And I was saying to somebody in our community last night when she was messaging me about it, I said, literally, there's a curtain in front of you right now and it says lack on it. And you're reading the words that say lack. And so because you're reading it on that curtain, you think it exists. Mm-hmm. But all this time, all you had to do is push open the curtain and it would go away. You have all the control. Yeah. You know, and it's funny because I'll use me as an example. Last year when I was in that lack spin and my soup bowl was 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 boiling over, I was like, oh, I have like no way out. I can't afford this. I can't do this. But yet I had like five Louis Vuitton bags. I had all these things that I ended up selling. And like, I remember thinking like, how stupid was this? I was spinning, staring at that curtain the whole time. Poor Mm -hmm. me, poor me. There's no way out. When really all I had to do was pull it back and realize it was illusion. And there were so many other, um, options around me that would help me move out of that energy. Yeah. But you stay stuck. You stay stuck because it's, your what's really interesting in that example that you gave with the with the Louis Vuitton bags it's like you've always had the abundance but it wasn't in the form that you defined it 100% and that is where the ego then comes in and is like oh well that's it you know not liquid cash well you you're in lack like yeah, exactly you know and so notice in your soup pot what is in there mm-hmm. right now it could be relationships that you are justifying and 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 not wanting to see you know, that it's been popping in your head for a long time. Like I need to like move on from this. And Mm -hmm. that comes in, in lovers, in friendships, whatever it is coming in that mask that you wear, like saying that you're something that external label that people are so obsessed with. It's like, you know, I'm a coach, I'm this, I'm that. And they're really just like the most wounded human beings who are just looking to have their hole filled and wearing that mask. Yeah. It's going to start popping over. Absolutely. It's so interesting now when people ask me what I do, it is so hard for me to tell them what I do and not because I don't want to share. It's because there's no label. Yes. And that is a total different approach for me to living than my contrast life. Yes. Like my contrast life, what do you do? Oh, I'm a sales manager at a tech company. Like boom, boom, boom. And it gives you that validation. validation. The ego loves it. And they love it because they know what it is. They can connect yes, to and it. And then they think like, oh my God, I want to be aligned with that yep. person. Yeah. You know, I went through that in my contrast life as well. It was like, oh, I'm an owner of like a huge fashion company. And then right away, everybody wants to be your friend. They're, everybody. they're following you on social media. Mm-hmm. Everybody's horny for it. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Now it's like when people ask me, I'm like, well, there's many different levels and things that I do. Like I have a podcast I do content creation, like it, all these different things. And then try and say energy mentor or energy coach. Mm-hmm. But this is the thing. Why we don't have a label is because we don't need one. No. Right. So it's just, it's that, that in itself is such a revelation to be like, Without the labels, I am happier than with the labels. And when you're in lack, all you're doing is you are searching for a label. Literally, that's what it is. Yes, lack, we always talk about money, finances, but ultimately it's coming down to... The, how you feel and your self-worth and your value, that's where the lack lies. It's not in the physicality of money. It's in the lack of what you think you can bring to the world. Yes. 
And you think also that, um, you know, your ego, it grabs onto you oh. with everything. So like with this pot that's boiling over, your ego will tell you all the stories about everything. And we say this all the time when people come to Nights with Coco or they come to sessions or they join uh, Soul Print, we're like, how was that ego spin? <laughs> yeah. Because your ego will tell you all the fucking stories. Oh. I know better. I can do this on my own. I have all this knowledge. I'm farther than they or, realize. Or then the ego starts using the language against, yes. against it being like, Oh, I, I've already done that work. Oh, I, I've already like I've already had my past life regression. I've already, you know what I mean? Like it'll use these pieces against you being like, I just want to pick and choose then what I want to do. Yes. I've already I've already done that. Yes. Well, girl or guy, if you've already done that, you wouldn't be here in the first place. That's the thing. If you truly healed those wounds, you wouldn't even be in our sphere, in our atmosphere. Yes. Yeah. And so you need to understand that. If you're feeling completely fucking out of it right now and you're just like, oh my God, I feel so tired and all these things are coming at me and the tests are extreme and all that, that's a good thing. And we've said that before because mm -hmm. it means that you're moving through it. And what people need to understand is that every single day that you're doing this work, meaning if you are seeing things from a different angle, if you are not engaging the same way that you used to, if you are doing the work truly and understanding your energetic body, like I know last night we had somebody with our soul print and she's like, this is crazy. Yeah. She was like, now my letter from Knights of Coco, now my higher self, like everything is clicking. Like, wow. Yeah. You know, because now you understand who you are as an energetic being and you start to run so flipping fast mm -hmm. instead of being that human that is trying to create the soup from the ingredients that they can physically see yeah i think that's key like it's like the best this is so funny the best ingredient you can ever put into your soup is literally love and that you can't see so yeah. case in point and trust and trust and right now you are being tested okay every single one of you i know it because i pre-waved it carly <laughs> was there last october was that trust that was up a level that you know, I didn't even know I could go up a level. Well, and it, was, and it was and it was new trust. It was new trust. You know, because yeah. it was like you had worked through so many layers and then in September you, you, had, like, you took some major action. Mm -hmm. And so now the October energy was very much like, I have no idea where this is going because this has never happened before. I have never been mm -hmm. like this before. I'm in the unknown. I'm in the unknown. So I just have, the only way out is through. Yes. And that was a conversation that me and the team would have all the time when we were spinning in lack, when we were in the spin, when we were waiting to be saved and when we were in victim consciousness and didn't even know we were, mm -hmm. which is a lot of what you guys are all experiencing too. You'll say you're not in victim consciousness, but notice how you're searching out for your partners in pain. Mm -hmm. Who are you calling to get validation about? Who are you calling to discuss the state of the world with? Who are you calling to complain about the things that just you're constantly complaining about? Yeah. I remember previously, I would like complain about friendships and I would complain about relationships. And I had like partners in my life who would be like, if you bring up that person's name one more time, <laughs> yeah. um, but I didn't want to hear it. I just wanted to bitch about it. I wanted them to validate me when really it was like they were, it was a toxic thing that I needed to let go of. Yeah. Notice where you're doing that. You're in the victim consciousness which serves you well. You're exactly where you need to be, but you have this choice right now to spit out of it because we're in the most profound energy 
that is completely unknown to this planet. Mm-hmm. Like the age of Aquarius is, is, is here at the end of December. Things are happening outside of time. If I could even begin to tell you the work that I did in quantum mm-hmm. this weekend that we unpacked yesterday, you guys would be like, what the fuck is even going on? <laughs> yeah. Because this is what's happening, you guys. And you have to understand that when you do this work, even if it's like literally you don't pick up the phone for somebody who's been a thorn in your side or been taking from you or whatever, you literally let it go to voicemail. You literally don't answer that FaceTime. You literally start unfollowing people on social media and that pings and that hurts. That's doing the work that you wouldn't previously had done and that's elevating you. So if you're feeling right now like a complete bag of shit... Like, let's be honest, you are in that unknown energy Mm -hmm. because you are spinning up, okay? You are getting off that board game. And the only way off that board game is up, truly. And you have to understand that the narrations right now are intense. The guides had told me in the spring that October would be one of the hardest months that humanity that's currently alive has ever experienced. Mm -hmm. So you need to notice out in the world right now that the reason why we give you these analogies, why the guides give them to you is it's your weather report. Mm-hmm. You're seeing the pot. Go to my Instagram, consciously underscore Coco. Read the pot is boiling over information. See how that applies to your life. See it not for like the actual words, but like be like, okay, what is in my pot? What am I faking? What am I doing? This is the work for you to then consciously make the changes to not allow the freaking tornado and the rain to consume you. Yeah, and don't let it be so personal either. Yeah. Like, and by that I don't mean like don't look inward on like your own personal situations. What I mean is like don't be so tied and have emotional reactions to everything. Yes. Because your ego loves that too. That yes. is how it thrives. You can't engage right now. You cannot engage with anything. So mm-hmm. anything that other people are saying, any situation you're in where you have like a emotional reaction because you feel offended or you feel a certain way check yourself just Mm -hmm. take that extra second to say am I reacting or am I responding to this yes and one of the big things where Carly just spoke to which is really great you have to right now view yourself in that game yeah period you are leaving the matrix what is the matrix the matrix is how we started this podcast where it is like you gotta work you gotta Go to university. You got to have these kids. You Mm got to pay these bills. Oh my God, you can't do this. You can't do that. You're so scared. You're so scared of like a big thing that doesn't even exist. You're scared of the government. You're scared of the freaking news channel. You're scared of your neighbors. You're scared. Yeah. You're scared to walk into 7-Eleven because you don't have a mask on and they're going to like yell at you. Like consciously take note of this. The fear that you are feeling in your body that's sitting down like right below your belly button. Can you just imagine the density that's being created right now in people's bodies? Because you're all, like all the people that are listening to an outside external source is living from this this fear and this fear is consuming. And one of the things that I really love that I hear often from from one of the, um, the lights that I follow and they say, when you're in fear, you give away like your, um, you give away your, your sovereignty. Yeah. But when you're in, t- in terror, you give away your soul. Mm. 
So those that are in, like in terror right now, you're giving away your soul, mm-hmm. like literally. And then you feel so disconnected. You have a separation from who you truly are. You think that there's a separation that you are under this big umbrella of the government, mm-hmm. of the media, of everybody telling you the truth, which you know is inside because you can feel it. Yeah. So you have to unlock yourself from this, literally this 3D game that is trying to keep you trapped and realize like, click, 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 you're here for more. Yeah. And I mean, the outcome of this game is just fear and living as a victim. That is yeah. the outcome of the game. And then this often, is life, Carly. This is life. This is just how it is. We live and we die and it life's hard and so like that's the fear that's the being the victim and then mm-hmm. that's also when you start getting this mindset of um basically projecting onto other people and blaming other people for your situation yeah and that's basically you saying that you're giving your energy away yeah and yeah you are giving your energy away but that person's not just taking it from you yeah, that's the is, difference which like is you are you are being like okay here it is on a silver platter literally last week that came into our world where somebody was um, a person in the past who I haven't spoken to in like three years was saying that I um, took their energy away. And me and Carly are like, okay, like don't even know this person anymore. No. Don't even talk to this person. Hasn't even been in my world. Not even aware. Do not want their energy. Yeah, don't even want their energy. Don't align with them. They served me well. Not even, like I don't even know what they're doing. Haven't even looked at them. And they're projecting all this hate and all this stuff about how I'm at fault for the circumstance of their life. And I took their energy. Now really listen to that, those words as a teaching tool. Mm-hmm. That person is going through it and compassion to them. Yes. They're in a spin. They're really feeling it. And so they're throwing their soup at me to mm-hmm. blame me, somebody that's not even in their life that or has been for years as the reason why their soup is boiling over. Mm -hmm. So use me as an example. Is that happening in your life? Are you doing that? Or is somebody doing that to you? Mm -hmm. And in that scenario, don't engage if that is happening to you. You see it as nothing personal. You, I personally feel so much sadness and compassion for the spin that they're in. It saddens me because there is a better way to live and you can't take people's energy, but people can give you all theirs, which this person is. They're so focused. They're so obsessed about me Mm -hmm. that they're giving me their energy literally. And I'm not even aware of it until somebody tells me, right? Like no idea. And that's something that we've talked about a lot before with my previous life Mm -hmm. where it's like all these people I was giving them my energy, right? Because I was focusing on the not savory comments and the not savory things. Whereas like now it's like such a foggy memory. You can't even remember because I'm no longer feeding that, that ginormous energy that I attracted into my life in the first place. Yeah, exactly. Well, think of it like a drawbridge. So you're like on the the castle side and there's a moat and there's like an army on the other side of this moat. Okay. And you're like, you don't want them to come into your castle okay well the only way in is through this drawbridge over the moat so unless you open up that drawbridge and you invite them in or someone lets that drawbridge down aka you because you're the only one that has access to it they're not coming in people so you have to draw down the bridge and you're making that choice whether you're conscious or not and that's when your energy then leaves you and that's profound um imagery carly 
And what's also coming to me about that is like a lot of people listening might be like, well, I, I can't do that. Like I can't make my Instagram Mm -hmm. private or I can't unfollow this person. And you know why you can't? Because you don't understand your core wound. Mm -hmm. You don't know what your core wound is. You don't know where it's sitting in your body and your core wound is controlling. It's controlling the drawbridge. It is. It is. 100%. Carly is a prime example of that. Mm -hmm. Like she just made her Instagram private. Six months ago, she would have said, no, I can't do that. Because X, Y, Z. Because her core wound Mm -hmm. and her ego were still like... (laughs) Yeah. Right? It was like the last little bit. It was the last little bit of her old life. Mm -hmm. And so... All of you are experiencing all that. And if you don't know what your core wounds are, you got to start there. Period. Oh, that will be the basis of all your work. It's the the most life-changing thing that you could ever do. And like the hundreds of people that have been given that imagery and have that worked on and understand it. It's where you begin to start your whole spiral up in the pyramid of, of spiritual awakening mm-hmm. to feel that energy, to see that imagery. And it's like we say to everyone, now that you know, you can't reverse it. Oh gosh, no. Like it's, <laughs> it's a bit brutal how in, in your or like face all of is. a sudden, yeah, it's like all these situations that you forgot about that you know, either cause that wound or ping at that wound come flooding back and you're like, Oh my God, what's going on? And so here's the biggest thing about all of this. It's like, why the fuck would you want to do that? Because you truly are here for more. And here's the thing. Yes. There's a large percentage of the world right now and not so much moving forward, but there's always going to be a large percentage that is just, that's their purpose in life, right? They're going to come here to live, to die, to live in that matrix. They're going to sit in that, all the things. They need to facilitate all the matrixy situations. It does. It has to exist. Yes. Okay. But as the days, the months, the years, this decade moves forward, a new earth is here. Like literally our team is new earth energy. There's a lot of other souls who are doing this Mm -hmm. work as well. But, you know, this is what we're here to do. We're here to help you grit into who you truly are. Right now, you might be like, this is fucking crazy. I don't know how that's going to be. But span yourself back to January. Did you ever think (laughs) that at the January 1st, Happy New Year 2020, that you would be in a year such as this? Every single one of you listening could tell me no. Mm -hmm. Nobody could have ever thought that you would be on lockdown. Nobody would have ever thought that you couldn't get to the United States or travel or do all that stuff. This is the same thing about doing this work you have no fucking idea you have none but what you do know is you can feel it yeah and when you get out of your own way and you really face this stuff you do pop through you guys you do so this week this month the rest of this year you're gonna feel it you are i'm not gonna sugarcoat it for Mm -hmm. you a large majority of you are and if you're not feeling it you're coping yeah you're denying it because to in order to pop up and through you're gonna feel that you're gonna feel that fight Mm -hmm. that ego's gonna fight you your core wounds are gonna fight you and you're gonna feel so so tired and you're gonna sit there in your life being like what the fuck is this all for it would be so much easier to grid back in meaning if you have left your job if you're breaking free of that matrix it's so easy to fall into that narrative Mm -hmm. because it's easier Oh yeah. It's a hundred percent easier to just be like, this is all fucked. It's so much easier to just go get a job, numb out, just deal with it, have the security. It's easier logistically, but it's a lot harder spiritually and emotionally on you. Oh, you'll, you'll be so brutal. Yeah. And so we want to, we want to say that all to you and you have to understand that when you start to pop through 
everything starts to unfold. Mm -hmm. That's when the magic happens because the magic happens when you literally are no longer living in the game. Yeah. Right? Like you're no longer feeding into that matrix. And, and not just realizing that there's a game, but like physically like viewing the game. Yeah. That's, that's the shift that happens. It's like how we always say like you can be... You can be awakened, but you're not conscious or conscious and yeah. not awakened, right? It's the same thing. You know that there's a game, but until you can view it from that bird's eye view, you're still in the game. Yeah. And while you're in this game, like we've talked about before, you can do the law of attraction. You can get all these things, but why would you when you can do instantly? Yeah. You can do instant manifestation where it becomes so normal in your life that like you don't even, you don't even want anymore because it just literally becomes. Mm -hmm. And we are here to tell you that all of this exists, but it also exists with taking the jump, period. Oh, action. Action. And so we need to emphasize that again, because we know that a lot of you are going through it. A lot of you are tired. Okay. Yeah. Let's face it. You're tired. You're like, God, like this is brutal. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know how much longer I can handle this. Like, I just need to spin or I need a break or like, I don't know. But this is where that like um, tenacity, like where mm -hmm. Shri and Kara had said, the tenacity, the spiritual tenacity comes in. And I relate. I think you and I relate mm -hmm. so much to that. In January, like we've talked about so much. We sat on that couch. Carly was mad at the guides. We're like, this is <laughs> fucked. This is so hard. This is so exhausting. Like we need to eat. We need to survive. You know, that victim yeah. energy when really well, the what more do they want well and really and like what carly would say and scott would say is like the only way off is up mm -hmm. like we would say to each other what are we gonna do yeah. we're gonna go grid back in dip our toes in and be like well we're gonna go get a job we're gonna go be provided for because that's what you do mm -hmm. until things turn around so we gotta go physically get a job and provide for ourselves and then eventually we'll be able to live from soul. We'll be able to really live in alignment. It's not how it works, people. No. That's coming from a thinking where you can't just have your toe in the water to test it and then pull it all out. Mm -hmm. You got to jump all in. You got to do it 100%. Cannonball, people. Cannonball. Yeah. Right? And the guides had given Carly, when I was in a channel yesterday, amazing imagery yeah. about this. So yeah, I'm going to really get her good. to explain it so that you guys can really understand. If you're sitting here being like, this is so brutal, this is so hard, whether you're working with us or another mentor or you're not yet, this imagery is going to kind of break it all down for you. Yeah, because what it does is it really takes into consideration the fact that, you know, everyone's kind of dabbling. Like you wouldn't be listening to this podcast yes. if you weren't dabbling in this uh, this world state of being. State of being. Yeah. Um, so what I mean by dabbling is like, maybe you do have a mentor and you are working through energy. You're slowly, you know, remembering who you are. You're doing, you know, things like tarot cards or you're journaling. Like you have these, maybe you're doing Reiki or body Reiki talk. Reiki or body talk. Like these things you're dabbling. So you're, you are aware that there is more, yes. um, but maybe you're not fully embodying yet, which is totally fine. You're carrying your light versus embodying it right yes, now. And 100%. that's fine. That's totally but fine. A lot of you are looking on how to embody it. Yeah. So like, how do you take that step from carrying it just to be, just to being? So what the guys have said is they gave us this imagery of a vending machine. So picture in your mind, a vending machine, you walk up to the vending machine, you're looking at the offering. So you're like, Oh, okay. What caught my eye first are the chips up there on B12. 
you're like, okay, yeah, I really want the chips. And so as you're putting your hand in your pocket to grab your, your change, your, your buck 25, your eyes are still looking and you're like, oh, wait a minute on B6, there's a Mars bar and it's king size. Ooh, maybe I want the Mars bar. Oh no, maybe I want B12. Oh, now I don't know. Do I want the chips or the Mars bar? And as you're sitting there debating, the guy behind you in line comes up behind, takes his buck 25, throws it in and clicks B12. So what we're trying to say there is action. You can stand here and you can investigate B12 and then you can see B6 over there, kind of your ego's like, come over here to B6. And you're like, what's this? And you go back to B12, you dab a little bit more, but unless you take the action... It you you don't have B twelve. The you're, person behind you in line just came up and grabbed B twelve right for, yeah, out from under you, and you continue to stay in the spin. And you're in the spin because you're like B six B twelve B six B twelve, and someone's like hello. And <laughs> B12. also and also notice how like B twelve could be like using our our world as an example. B twelve could be us, okay? B twelve could be like Planet Coco doing all the work with us, like remembering your energy. B6 over there could be, you know, a mentor maybe in the 4D spin that mm-hmm. you need. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you need to just pick one or the other. Yeah. You need to just like jump. You need do the to action. Just, pick you, one. Pick one. You need to do something. Because here's the thing. Like, if you could do this on your own, you would. Mm-hmm. And many of us do. Mm-hmm. We're able to birth this out. Me, I didn't have a single mentor. I had to birth this all out brutally with the guides. But that was with my purpose. Like, that was with purpose. And many of you guys are doing this. Or many of you guys you know, come and have work with us or another mentor and you all of a sudden burst something out and then you start running and you move up that pyramid. Yeah. But regardless, at the at the very core of all this, you're either doing the work or you're not. Mm-hmm. And you can avoid it and you can deny it and you can think all the things, think mm-hmm. all the things that you want, but you can't stand at that vending machine and wait for it to just like fall to drop. Out. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. And literally you can sit there and put your money in and finally just choose B12 and then it gets stuck. Yeah. And it's like, you're like, oh my God, it's stuck. And that's happening when you've begun to do a little bit of the work mm-hmm. and then your ego gets in the way and you think, you know, all the things or you, you know, using fight as an example, again, you might get a guide committee reading from us or, or something and you fight it because it's not what you want it to hear. Mm-hmm. Well, fuck. I wanted those chips to fall the way I wanted them to Mm -hmm. fall and I wanted them now and so it gets stuck and then you start spinning again and you're so frustrated and you're like I don't know what to do you spiral back down to victim consciousness and all the things because the chips are stuck because again your ego has made them stuck Mm -hmm. because you want it how you want it and it's not about that when you surrender your ego and you say like fuck I know I'm here for more I know I am. You would not be listening to us if you thought the opposite. If you were here to just live in the 3D matrix for your entire state of being, you would not have found us. You would not be following our work. You would not be attending our events. You are here for a new earth energy. You are here to have everything that you want. Why? It's inside of you. Mm -hmm. And you're here to impact And it comes from a state of being that comes from your soul versus your ego, which is looking at B12 and deciding how B12 is going to work for you. Yeah. Take that in. Yeah. Oh, B12. Ooh, look at that. They're dill pickled, but I like ketchup. Can I get B12 and ketchup? Yes. No. (laughs) Like It don't work like that. You need to understand that to do this work 
And I hate saying doing the work because it's so freaking mainstream now. We've got to come up with a better. We've got to come up with a better. I'm going to (laughs) talk to the guides about that. But let's just use this. Doing the work, you have to take the action and you have to consistently stick with it. And you have to be strong in your trust. Mm -hmm. And you have to know that you are doing stuff that is so far outside of the physical. Mm -hmm. That everything is happening in the 98% of you that you can't see. And then it is manifesting out into the physical. Like the session that I just had earlier with Alexia, which I have been working towards all summer, is I had a a tummy tuck in quantum. So you can sit there and laugh all you guys fucking want. We did. We were like hysterically (laughs) laughing because we're like, you can't make this shit up. But what happens is my core wound, self-worth, sit right in my stomach. Mm -hmm. And it was tied to my teeth, which then we pulled it up and did this tummy tuck. You guys, when you see me, like my body already has shifted so much. Like it's just going to continue because it's energy. It's energy. And when you no longer are poking holes Mm -hmm. in the physical, it all of a sudden just becomes just is. Yeah. Just is. So like we laugh so hard with the things that we experience, but we never question it because it just flows and flows into the next and the next thing happens and the next thing happens. And that's where you guys have to get to. Mm -hmm. And we're here to help you. And there's so many other mentors that are too, but you have to understand that there is that whole entire grid that whole entire energy within a planet that is happening right now Mm -hmm. and the vending machine is such good analogy for that yeah it is so good because you will all notice how you are standing at your vending machine and you are like what the hell or you're like or you see that your chips are stuck and you're just rattling you're just like shaking it trying to get it out the pot the pot's boiling over and you're like what's going on but then someone comes up behind you and calmly just like taps it with their foot and the chips fall mm-hmm. or just calmly brings them up, mops up your soup and it's gone. Yeah. Relax. Yes. That is the key. Yes. Relax into it versus forcing it or being stressed about it or fighting back. Yes. Ugh. Like it's really, really important that you don't engage, that you don't fight and you just really control that ego that is going to come with you. Mm-hmm. Like Carly and I, we have moved our egos. Okay. Our soul is driving our bus, but we're really good friends with our ego now. Mm-hmm. Like really good friends. And you recognize it instantly. Oh my God. We're besties. <laughs> I know when my ego's calling me. Yeah. Hi. I'm like, and I <laughs> say like, that to Carly. I'm like, ego is calling. Ego is in my face today. Yeah. Because now I see ego as my best friend. Right. Right. It serves me well, but it's not controlling me anymore. So it's like, you know, even this morning we had recorded a podcast all day yesterday. And then this morning I texted Carly and it was like, my ego is telling me all the stories about the podcast. Yeah. And then we continued to talk more and I was like, you know what? I don't, it's not a hell yes for me. Yesterday's episode. Let's re-record. But see, my ego is my friend. Yeah. So instead of listening to that narrative and spiraling me down and being like, maybe I didn't say the right thing or maybe it was this, which it was like a little bit going to start saying that. Mm -hmm. But then when I acknowledged it to you Mm -hmm. and my ego is my friend, just being like, Hey Coco, Hey, let's just talk about yesterday's episode. Like, wasn't Mm -hmm. a hell yes for you instead of pulling me down? Notice that. It becomes more of a devil's advocate versus the devil. 
Yes. hundred <laughs> percent. It's no longer the devil that is controlling you, mm-hmm. but it's the devil's advocate saying, Hey, look at it in this way and now make your decision. Yes. What do you think? And if I was previous me before I had done any work, um, it would have spiraled me down and For I would sure. have, and both Carly and I with self-worth wounds would have been like, absolutely not. Like we're horrible. Or like, we would have posted it and then taken it oh down, which is God. so against everything yeah. that we are. <laughs> so use us as the teaching tools for where you're doing this in your life and know that like you just can't engage and you need to understand that like your ego is your best friend mm-hmm. and your ego does come with you as you move to soul. Well, and ego's whole purpose is to protect you. Yes. That is why it was created. So yes. it has good intentions. Mm-hmm. It's just... It just got wild. It, it just it got it, wild. It, it literally, your ego was just left to its own devices in the wild, wild west. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we know how that goes. Yeah. So you need to understand that your ego is, you know, it's riding through that horse right now mm-hmm. in the wild, wild rest. And it's doing whatever it can to keep you in that fucking spin. Yeah. And you have to be strong. You were made for this. You would not be here at this planet at this time if you were not here to break out of the fucking matrix, period. Mm-hmm. And it can be done. From two people that are talking to you right now who would have swore a year ago that this is fucking brutal. It's like such a faint memory for us a yeah. lot too to even remember how drastically we were in the spin. Yeah. Right? And going through it. But we're the living proof ahead of quote unquote the time to be that pillar of light, that lighthouse for all of you that's like, oh my God, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> you can. You can, Mm -hmm. and you will pop through. I promise you every single one of you, if you understand the energy of you, you get out of your own fucking way and really think about the lack narrative. Okay. Mm -hmm. The lack narrative, because here's the thing, the overarching energy of 2020 was uh, trust. And the contrast to that was hopelessness. Mm -hmm. Look at the energy. Okay. So the higher dimensions, the higher frequencies are in trust and the lower are in hopelessness. You can see that clearly. Clear as day. Okay, clear as day. 2021 is lack and abundance. So you gotta get her under wraps, people, or so it's you going need, up a level. You need to get your frequencies under control and know that you've always had the control because it's gonna be pulling at you and pulling mm-hmm. at you to stay in that lack mindset. And what we had talked about yesterday, and I wanna briefly touch on it, Carly, is how we were talking about we will go, it's all about priorities in life Mm -hmm. and what feels your whole. So we're all wounded and unaware of our energy field and our energy until we are right. Yeah. So previously it's like we're the egos in the wild, wild west and it's feeding off of fear and doubt. And then your core wounds are consuming you Mm -hmm. and your inner child. Right. So until you're aware of this and you feel that energy and you actually go into it, you will pick priorities that soothe all three of those. Mm-hmm. So think about it. All of us have been there. Well, I'm going to go. I'm going to book out all-inclusive to Mexico for two grand. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to feel so good. So good. Then you spend like... I earned it. Oh, I earned it. All the narratives we tell ourselves. I'm going to go and I'm going to get the bathing suit. I'm going to tan. Fuck, I better get some lashes, Carly. Yeah. Ooh, I'm going to... You girl. know what? I'm going to do what Scott says. I'm going to put a rhinestone on a turd. Flashy. Right? That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm a hot fucking mess. I hate my fucking life, but I'm going to go on a vacation because I need it. So let's fucking sparkle up the turd. And let's okay? just drink the whole time. Yeah. 
So now the turd is in Mexico with all the sparkle. <laughs> Hola, turd. Meaning you are still wounded. You're filling a hole. You're miserable. Maybe you're with your partner who you fucking hate. Maybe your best friend all of a sudden brought her boyfriend who you don't like. So all you do is get super drunk and all the things. And the whole time you're thinking about all the drama that's taking place, all the stuff that's going on back home. Because now you logged on to Facebook oh, and you see all the drama that's going on. You're thinking about work. You're not present. You're thinking about the future. Well, now you have two days left and you're thinking about the plane ride home oh grab the popcorn people that is your life in the spin but yet when it comes to self remembering and really rising out of that we're in lack Mm -hmm. think about that yeah so you might go and find a mentor but you will spin and spin and spin about jumping to do that work because of the lack and the price tag and the energetic exchange. Notice the biggest changes, the biggest things that are going to impact and move you into alignment are the ones that are going to pull at you the hardest. Mm -hmm. Because when you book Mexico and you do all that, you have no problems. You might debate it for a little bit, but you jump for sure. Oh, Every time. You want to buy that Louis Vuitton bag? Like, are you fucking kidding me? $2,500? Like, I had no problem putting that credit card down. Mm -hmm. And then maybe after I felt the effects. Yeah, but then you justify it. I justified it. So, it's whatever. But notice when you go to change yourself, and we say this to everybody, like, all the time, we're like, if you live to be 95 years old, and you spend one year of your life really, really just digging deep to pop through, Mm -hmm. and then you continue to move up that elevation, because once you pop through, you never have to go through that extremity again. Right. Like, what is that in the grand scale of your life? (laughs) 0.00095. Who even knows? Yeah, it's crazy. It's literally, it's the lack. It's just lack. It's an illusion. So think about that. That Mexico trip or whatever the case may be, is that distraction to keep you from really changing and moving out of the matrix. Truly, Mm -hmm. you will have all the reasons and all the people that will tell you all the reasons why all this is not true. Yeah, it's it's also because like Mexico is a tangible thing. Yes, you're like, oh, I know on October twenty second, I will post the pictures and all the things. And you have something that you're working towards because you can see it and you know that you'll experience it. When you start doing the work for yourself, it's exactly the same thing. Hundred percent. But our ego tells us that because you can't see it instantly when you start, that it's not there. Yeah, and you always say. I love what you always say is that, like we're so scared of the unknown because yes, we're we always- think that the unknown is going to be worse yep. um, than the past. And also the biggest thing that we all live in until we don't when you're in this spin and what a lot of you are in, you're in this hope of a better past. Mm-hmm. Truly. Yeah. You think that by doing the work, you're going to make your past better. Yes. When really it's like. Take that in. Right? That's why you do like, it. Like repeat that. That's it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. When you start doing the work, you do it because you are hoping to change your past. <laughs> it's true. Right? You are. That's it's literally crazy. why you start. It's crazy. But it's like, and stop living in the past. It's gone. Stop even. Honestly, don't even live in the future. How do you want to feel today? Yeah. Do you want to feel good today? Work on yourself today. And that's why you do it. Because you know what? Today will become the past. Yeah. 
Truly. So, and how you move out of all of this is that action at the vending machine, mm-hmm. action, action, action. And I was just saying that to Scott on our walk this morning. I'm like, you know, I am not out there fully publicly. That's coming next year. And like, my journey is really shocking. And the whole thing that we've talked about, blah, blah, blah. But what I say is like what people tend to not realize because they meet me at where I am right now, which is Coco, mm-hmm. right? There's a large majority of people, hundreds and thousands of people who knew me in my previous life who are still stuck at that version of me who mm-hmm. have no idea and cannot meet me mm-hmm. at the level of Coco, okay? Mm-hmm. And that's fine. But what they don't understand, what the majority of people don't understand is when they meet you at where you're at now, where you're meeting Carly where she's at now, where you're meeting Coco where you're at now, is that we had to take action to get here. Mm-hmm. And a and, lot of action. And it was brutal. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like I talk about it all the time, how brutal it was for me to have to, you know, start this podcast when I was so scared of what would come of it. Yeah, exactly. You know, what people would say about me, you know, write my book, all these actions, 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 actions. But then once you do those actions, you like almost forget that you did them. Like yeah, it seems you, crazy to me that I was worried about a podcast. You know what it is? It's because when you're in the spin, you're on repeat. Everything is repeat, repeat, Wash, rinse, repeat. Exactly. Yeah. But when you're living from a state of being and you just are, you don't repeat anything. No. You don't. That's the difference. And that's what you end up almost, your ego misses that. Mm-hmm. And every day is new and every day you see it for what it is. And then yeah. that is also when you've come to understand that the mystery is good. The mystery is usually better. A hundred percent. Because every day is a mystery. You yes. take it at face value. Yes. You're, and yeah. that's a hundred percent it. I yeah. never actually go to bed being like, I wonder what tomorrow would bring. Right. Whereas like, I used to dread it. I used to like analyze it. You I used would to tell yourself about what would happen. Tuesday, exactly. For God's sakes. You would, cause you would tell yourself what's going to happen. Then what would happen? Exactly yeah. what you told yourself because you're manifesting that. Yes. It's crazy. Whereas yes. like now, like Carly manages me. She will give me my week in advance. I have to have a highlighter <laughs> to like <laughs> highlight everybody that I see in my schedule because literally I don't live in day-to-day linear time no. anymore. Even like I can tell you guys like the day of when I, I come here to work, I'm like, okay, in an hour we have so-and-so and then we'll get out of a session. Okay, our next one is in an hour. Cause yeah. like just so, Coco just lives so like in that moment that so she's that not moment. ahead or behind her. And we just had Alexia, like we said before we got on the podcast and we were asking her about her weekend and she was like, you know, I painted the basement and she's like, I'm shook. Because it was so enjoyable because for the first time ever in my life, I noticed my loop was gone. And she was actually painting. Like, she's like, I wasn't, you know, worried about like what was going on or what I needed to do after this. And this is somebody who was in like a complete, complete spiral in February. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she has no problem us talking about it because she mentors and does it for mm-hmm. everybody else as well now. And so we just want to show you guys all this, that we are the living proof. And there's hundreds and hundreds of you across the world and in our community her doing this too mm-hmm. so we want to just leave you guys with this and to understand you got to stand at the fucking vending machine period and pick one or the other you gotta pick people like literally it's that and you gotta jump and you gotta trust and you gotta see your lack mm-hmm. and your tests as what they are as a freaking illusion mm-hmm. they're not real and i could not wrap my head around that for the longest time myself because i was like victim well carly i need to eat that was what i would always say or like the the reality is that i don't have food like you know used to talk like that yeah but then like we just broke 
it down for you guys. There's so much abundance around you when you get out of your own freaking way. Mm-hmm. And my dad used to say this to me growing up all the time. And it's so um, purposeful when it comes to like your spiritual, like tenacity, I guess mm-hmm. we would use that word that Shereen Kara used that I loved. And it's like, if it burns in you bad enough, you'll find a way. Mm-hmm. And he didn't know what he was saying, <laughs> but it's literally like your soul is saying like, it burns in you. Like you can push through this. You mm-hmm. have to trust it. You have to trust in what you can't see because in front of you, it's going to land the most entire, most beautiful life that you couldn't even imagine because it's beyond the mind. Yeah. It's beyond the mind. Mm -hmm. And so we ask you, are you picking the chips in B12? Mm -hmm. Or the Mars bar in B6? Just pick one. 